There's so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's important to get on the right track and stay there. That's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And it starts now. Sean, I have a lot of friends in their 50s who don't think they'll ever be able to retire. They've got mortgages and kids going to college and you know, some of them even lost their jobs, and it, it's it's rough on them. Uh, it it is. Um, this is why we 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 harp on and we talk a lot about planning. Um, have a plan as early as you can, and it might seem silly to have a retirement plan when you're 30, but it's important to understand how beneficial early savings can be for you. When you get to retirement, the power of compounding interest uh, is immense. The more money you put aside sooner, the quicker it'll grow and the larger it will grow uh, later on. Playing catch up when you're in your 50s or 60s is a very difficult thing to do. Now, we might be making more money unless we've lost our job or we mm-hmm. have higher debt. Um, so it's better to do that long term um, saving approach. And if you do that, when we get to retirement, it should be. If we plan properly and we don't spend like crazy, you know, we should be able um, to enjoy it. Now, for most of us, some of us don't, but for the vast majority of folks, we're going to be getting Social Security. Um, Social Security was brought to the U.S. in 1930s uh, under Roosevelt. And the reason we introduced Social Security is we found during the Great Depression, while everybody suffered, the elderly were really suffering. Mm. Um, It was very, very difficult for them. And so um, we introduced Social Security as as a safety net, as a benefit for individuals. It was never, ever meant to be the sole source of retirement income. It was supposed to be just a supplement, okay? Today, when we look at Social Security, on average, it represents about 40 to 45% of an individual's retirement income. That will vary. For the very wealthy, it's going to be a much smaller percent. For, for folks that didn't never made a whole lot of money, it's going to be a, a larger um, component for them. Um, but it's a component nonetheless. The analogy I look at is a is a three-legged stool of retirement. Social Security is one leg, mm-hmm. and um, your personal savings, whether that's an IRA or a 401k or even just, you know, saving savings, uh, is a second leg. And, and then that third leg, which is unfortunately gone for a lot of us, and we'll talk about this at a separate episode, uh, are pensions. Pensions are an amazing thing. It's it's a it's a benefit you're going to get when you retire. Typically provided by your employer or or a union, um, or even the government if you're a public sector employee. Um, that's going to pay you a, a check every single month for as long as you live. You can never outlive it, and so it provides wonderful uh, income stability in retirement. So those three pieces create a, a, a the, the three legged stool. It's not so stable anymore because we're lacking uh, pensions for most of us. Mm-hmm. Regardless, um, those are the three components we look at. And Social Security, as I mentioned, is a is a big piece. And what we find is there's a lot of um, confusion about Social Security and how it works. One of the reasons stems from the fact that if you call the Social Security Administration and ask them a question, <laughs> how do you think they're going to answer? I, they answer the phone? They answer, they say, hi, yes, so we'll have hi, my name is is Sally. But once you ask a question, the responses are typically yes or no. 
<laughs> they can't they don't prov- advise. They can't at all? provide any advice whatsoever, which leaves people, uh, many folks, confused. Now, there's great resources out there. You have AARP. They do a great job uh, talking through Social Security and how it works for retired folks. You also, and I have this. Um, it's called the NSSA, which is the National Social Security Advisors uh, Certificate. Um, I took a course and read a book that was as thick as War and Peace, and <laughs> um, and. I am very knowledgeable on Social Security and, and how it works and the pros and the cons of filing versus not filing and, and special benefits and survivor benefits. And uh, I mean, I, I could go on and on. So there are people out there that have um, the education um, that's required to provide good Social Security planning advice. Um, but I find that a lot of people don't avail themselves uh, of those uh, uh, of that information. So one of the things, one of the misconceptions is that Sometimes think that people think there's a death benefit uh, with Social Security. If somebody passes, that uh, you know, the surviving spouse will get something. There is. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, if your spouse oh, one passes, time? one time, okay. right? Um, and 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 that's all it is. The other misconception is that well, if my husband passes away, I'll get his Social Security, and and it'll be just fine. Well, you may get his Social Security, but if you do, you lose yours. You will assume whichever Social Security was higher as the surviving spouse, not both. And if you think about that, you really need to prepare and plan for that because when if there's, there's a couple living in a house and uh, one of them passes, how much do the bills really change? They don't. They don't. little less food, right? Maybe if there was two cars, you only need one car now. But man, I mean, car registration—we're talking about a, a, a hundred bucks, a couple hundred dollars a year, mm-hmm. uh, and then insurance. But really, everything stays the same. Yet the income—if only—if you're only collecting Social Security—was probably cut in half or, or close to half. Uh, so it's really important to, to prepare for that. Know that at some point in time, your income is going to be a lot less than what you were uh, accustomed to in retirement. So that's important. Um, it's very complicated um, filing for Social Security. There's a lot of um, lot of lot of answer, questions, and there's a lot of different things you can do. Now you, you're uh, uh, eligible for Social Security at age 62, and the latest you can collect it is age 67. So oh. a, yeah, yeah, uh, 70. <laughs> <laughs> 62, like you're first eligible. <laughs> 70 is the latest you can claim. 67, however, um, is for most listeners out here, uh, your full retirement age. Okay. Okay. Uncle Sam's not telling you to retire at 67. Uncle Sam is saying at 67, we're going to calculate essentially your baseline Social Security benefit. And we're going to use that baseline to calculate what benefits may be available um, to your spouse or, or other, you know, sur- survivors. Um, it's it's the baseline that they use for uh, for additional calculations. Um, for some folks, their full retirement age is is in their sixty uh, sixes. Mm-hmm. It's be sixty six in ten months, sixty six in eight months, uh, and 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 so on. But for most of us, it's age sixty seven. Sometimes you'll read, well, don't don't claim. Well, there's two schools of thought. I hear people say, I'm going to claim at sixty two. I, I've been paying into this thing. It's not going to last. I want my money back. I'm claiming it's 62. Well, okay, I can I can understand that a little bit. Um, but what if you live to 90 and you started claiming at 62? When you claim at 62, you're taking the lowest benefit Social Security will pay you. And when you're 90 and you've got a lot of um, health-related expenses and other things, you may have shortchanged yourself. 
Okay. Now, the other end of the spectrum is you wait till 70. That's the most Social Security Administration will pay anybody if they wait until age 70. If you can afford to do that and you have longevity in your family, I do like that. But do you have longevity and can you afford it? Some folks may have to retire, maybe for health-related reasons, and they got to continue to pay the bills. You can't wait till 70. They got to they got to take their social security early. That's fine. You know, or if maybe they've been diagnosed with with a disease or maybe n- no male in the family uh for three generations has ever lived past the age of 75. Well, then the odds are you're not going to live much past 75. Go ahead and claim social security early. But there's a you know you got to take a lot of factors uh, into play here when making that decision, and you have to be careful. If once you make a decision, um, you only have one opportunity to change it. So let's say you start claiming Social Security at 62. Once you're 63 in a day, you can't say, "Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go back to work." You can go back to work, but you're still going to get your Social Security check. You can't you can't change it. If you get it done, a change of mind within 365 days, you can get a, a pass, if you will. You get a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you got to write a check. You got to send all the money back to the Social Security no. Administration. You do. You do. You have to think very, no. very carefully about this. You, d- you really do. Uh, you really do. And um, And so let's say you make a mistake and they allow you to change it. You can only ever do that once. Once you say, I want to change my mind, you're never allowed to do it again. The government is so strict with that, aren't they? (laughs) Well, they are. Politicians get involved with this stuff. So it goes up every year, basically. So if I'm 62, you know, as opposed to 65, I'm going to get more at 65. Correct. So the general rule of thumb is for each year you wait, your benefit will increase approximately 8%. Wow. That's a a lot of money, especially if you're going to live to be 90, hopefully. It is. It is. Uh, You know, if if you look at a married couple, the difference on average between collecting Social Security at full retirement age or collecting at 70, if if they live to about 90, 95, it's approximately $125,000 per person or over a quarter of a million dollars. That you're just leaving behind if you decide to retire early. If you claim early. Claim early. That's right. That's you right. can still you can still work. Am I correct in that? Like, if you do collect your social security, you could still work. That's a great question. And that's, like, I is, just came to me because I'm like, hmm. What if you get bored simply? This is another misconception. If you claim social security before full retirement age, again, we said that's that baseline. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you start claiming at uh, it's your your full retirement age is 67, and you start claiming social security at uh, 64. And um, then you decide at 65 you want to go back to work because you're really bored. If you make too much money, and I think the threshold is eighteen or $20,000 or something. There's so many numbers. I, I apologize for not remembering the specific number. You did number. read War and Peace, basically, <laughs> to did. understand this, so it's okay. <laughs> um, if you exceed that threshold, then Social Security Administration will start deducting your Social Security benefit from you. They really want you to be retired, okay? Now, once you reach full retirement age, they'll recalculate it and they'll pay you back what they withheld, but they pay you that back over what your expected lifetime is. So you're not going to get a, a you know a, a, a top-up check at full retirement age, <laughs> all right? Um, now, here's the other thing. If you are over full retirement age and you go back to work and you're collecting Social Security, you can make as much money as you want. They won't touch it because you've, you've gone beyond 
full retirement age. Okay. So you don't have to worry about them making any uh, taking any deductions at that point. I'm so. sure that I'm not the only one that didn't know that. And the 365 days, that's insane. One time. One time within one year. You will. You were allowed one mistake. That's right. That's right. That's right. And now, a lot of folks um, listening and a lot of our friends um, are divorced. It's the way it is uh, today, and um, it's fine. But what a lot of people, uh, another misconception is people think, well, I, you know, I was married for 20 years, but now I'm divorced. And, um, you know, when I collect Social Security later on, um, it'll just, it's going to be small because I spent those years working at home and I, I really haven't been in the workforce, let's say, you know, whoever that might be. Well, as long as you were married, you can collect Social Security off of your ex-spouse's Social Security benefit. Okay? I don't quite understand. Can you explain so, that a little bit more, I can. please? So let's back. Let's let's go back a, a couple steps. Let's say the couple's married. All right. Let's say twenty years, like I was. Well, it could be any amount of years, and um, you, they retire, and um, the wife had a really good career. And her Social Security benefit is $4,000 a month. Uh, and the husband just didn't do that much. He did something else. And his uh, Social Security benefit is $1,500 a month. Okay? He would automatically get a bump up to 2000 so long as he had enough Social Security credits so that it, his Social Security would be no less than half of his spouse's. So the lower Social Security benefit will never be less than half of the higher one. Even if you're divorced. So that's a married couple. Now, if you're as divorced, it does it does carry through. So let's say you're divorced and, and you spent, you know, 25 years at home raising the family and you just didn't, you know, you weren't working. Uh, so you weren't getting enough credits to get a nice benefit. Once your spouse claims, you can then, well, you can claim early, but if so long as the spouse, the ex-spouse is claiming and you claim your Social Security benefit, you can get the spousal benefit that's going to be at least half of what they're getting. Wow, that's this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand mm -mm. that. Social Security Administration is typically pretty helpful with folks uh, in those situations because oftentimes the phone calls are, "Well, I'm I'm calling about my benefits. You know, I was married for this many years." Typically, the whoever you're speaking with says, "Oh." Who were you married to? What's their social security number? And they'll go look at that and they'll tell you what you what your benefit might be. That's one of the one of the few times that they're going to be a, a little bit proactive <laughs> uh, and, and helpful for folks. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. 
Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.